Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Soul Purpose Driven. Today, I have an incredible guest that I'm so, so excited to share with you. Today, we have Elena Cochran, who is a space holder, a teacher, and a spiritual guide. She's also somebody I've had the pleasure of working with and supporting inside of my program, Soul Line Business Academy. And what she does is absolutely incredible. So I'm really excited to share her with you. She supports people in coming back to their truth. She fuses shamanic healing, intuitive sensitivities that she naturally has, as well as her ability to read Akashic records and connect deeply to nature. So sometimes that means clearing blocks for people working with the elements, connecting with ancestors, guides, or plant spirits. And she's just an all-around incredible human, and our story of connecting and working together has been one that is probably going to shock, inspire, (laughs) and potentially make you. So without further ado, Elena, welcome. Welcome to the space. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited for this. I've been looking forward to it. Yeah. So I gave you a little introduction, um, but I'm sure you can put your magic into words a little bit better for other people. So why don't we just kick it, kick it off there with, um, you know, I know you have a couple of different ways that you support people and things that you bring together and, um, things that you're guided to sharing with people. So why don't you go ahead and dive in and share with our listeners your medicine. Sure. Um, I, I feel like it all revolves around connection to self, um, around the understanding that we are already and always whole. We never lose our power or our magic or our uniqueness sometimes um, along the way of life we can accumulate through experience or um, negative stories things that can um, cloud us or make us forget and so what I really love to do is hold space for people to remember um, to remember their truth to remember that we are connected always guided or supported by the earth. We are nature, not separate from. We have access to beautiful guidance system through working with our soul self, our ancestral connections, um, and integrating both of those energetic platforms in the space of the heart. It's the heart space through which we communicate here. And so 
when we strengthen our foundation, when we open up to higher guidance and then share that through the space of our heart, that's when we're really authentically connecting and, and able to be ourselves here and, and do the works that we're each uh, meant to do. That's so beautiful. I'm sure everyone listening can hear even just the medicine within your voice. And um, for me, it's been an honor to be able to support you. And just for a little backstory, um, I believe we connected probably a, a year ago, I think. We connected for the first time and we discussed you know, you, you stepping forward into more and more of this work and, and really deepening into it and creating sacred containers for people that would um, not just be a container, but something that would expand over time. And you wanted to launch a group experience and more deeply serve in a one-to-one -one setting and so I remember when we first connected, we got on this call and I actually could feel your energy and I will never forget how much I felt your energy. And I think at one point we both closed our eyes and we're like, oh, I see you. Like I'm actually, <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm actually in the astral plane with you right now. What do you look like? <laughs> yeah. And you came to me in meditation before I before we actually spoke. <laughs> so it was, um, yeah, I got the message to connect with you. So it was happening even before we spoke on the phone, which is so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And it's always, you know, I, I actually just had this conversation with, um, I had a, a group call with some clients and we were talking about just trusting the magic and, when we finally did find the perfect fit to work together, so that was about a year ago, and then um, we finally found the perfect time and fit to connect and to work together, and it was the last round of Soul Align Business Academy, which we are affectionately calling the pandemic round. <laughs> because this round started, um, gosh, it was end of February, and then, we went into lockdown. Everybody all around the world, we had women from all over the world and everyone went into lockdown just a few weeks later. And it was, um, it was a really profound time for us to come together and for each of you to really step into the work that you feel called to share with the world. Literally, the world is in a place of needing incredible healing and there's a group of 12 healers and leaders coming together who say okay i'm ready to to get in there i'm ready to uplift humanity yeah it's a pretty profound time and um so i'd love to just kind of talk a bit more about that like what what would you say about you know, really hearing, uh, you refer to it as your soul self. I'd love for you to kind of dive into what, what soul self means to you and what it means to actually hear it. Sure. Um, we've spoken a little bit about this, but I made a decision this year that higher self didn't feel necessarily 
um, accurate to me because in my mind that places a hierarchy of um, importance that I don't think exists. Everything in our experience is happening simultaneously. And so there is no higher self. It's all accessible. And so um, I consider the soul self that expansive part of each of us that is timeless, that has had more experiences than we even understand that that limitless um, aspect that is our truth. And I feel like part of our opportunity here, because we have free will, so it's all our choice. Um, I feel that it's really our option to clear out the things that um, interfere with hearing that. So that can look like a nudge, you know, just a strong feeling of I'm supposed to follow this. I might not have an understanding of exactly why, but I just feel a connection to this or an interest or a spark. Um, I feel like that soul self sometimes speaks in whispers and sometimes it's a very loud <laughs> message. It can depend on the situation, but I feel like we, um, the more we tend to that, like anything that we nurture, the more we're strengthening that relationship with this beautiful, uh, magical aspect that we each possess. Mm. So beautifully said. Yeah, the uh, the hierarchy, and I think in the spiritual community, the higher self almost feels unattainable. Mm -hmm. said, it feels like, oh my gosh, this is this far off thing that like I look up to and I, I hope to become someday rather than you're here now. You have access to that soul self. You have access to this wisdom that is absolutely timeless. I think that's that's beautiful the way you put that. I feel, I feel too like the, the higher self, just as you said, it feels almost unattainable because it almost speaks of perfectionism. And I think that can also be a trap um, of feeling like in order to be spiritual or in order to be really connected to that aspect, we have to be perfect. And that's, that's not it. We're here to be humans, to um, exercise our free will and to explore and heal and tend and expand and sometimes that's also messy but that's also part of it mm. um, so to me soul self encompasses the totality of experience it includes shadow work it includes you know um, all of the experiences that sometimes aren't perfect and pretty but are necessary in our um, soul's evolution yeah mm. And there are so many things that, you know, all of us as humans, we can experience that illusion of perfection or not having enough or not being enough or whatever you want to put before the word enough. <laughs> right. And we often do. And whenever we follow something with not enough, we completely bar ourselves. We put ourselves into, I'm almost seeing it like a prison cell. 
Mm -hmm. Uh, Like we literally have the key in our pocket. So we are the prisoner and we are the gatekeeper at the same time. And by accessing that truth and working through like you work with your clients, working through those either energetic blocks or, you know, ancestral trauma that might exist for us or, you know, releasing ties to um, what we think we need before we trust the nudge then we're actually able to open up to the magic of it all. Right. And the beautiful thing that I get so excited about is it's already there. We we already have it. So again, it's not something we are, um, you know, even when when we're clearing traumas or pains or blocks, it's not in order to, um, access something that doesn't exist it's an uncovering of what's already there and i think that is just such a beautiful um understanding that shift my perception around my own healing um dramatically when i when i dropped the illusion of having to gain that sense of perfectionism or um or that growth equates to not tapping into what you already have, but um, making yourself better from a place of imperfection, if I'm articulating that well. <laughs> Sometimes I feel things and the words have to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> it's you're, you're channeling it in. The physical body is like, wait, what? Um, but no, I, I understand what you're saying. And I think what you're, articulating is that you know we have this perception of like what we need to be do or have before we take the next step but messy action is often exactly the kind of step forward that we need to take yes like higher self you know it there's ah, this hierarchy um you know this kind of like there's this pedestal of like everything is light and love and simultaneously it's like you can't have light without dark. So why why don't we cheer on our shadow work too? Like why don't we cheer on our messiness too? And it really, it does give into these um, societal pressures of being, doing and having things in a certain way. Um, and oftentimes those nudges, I don't know, I'm sure you agree with this actually, but oftentimes those nudges, they don't even totally make sense. Like I have taken so many leaps that looking (laughs) that was ridiculous, but I did it. (laughs) Changed my life. (laughs) Yeah. A a thousand times just having that random body response, you know, that somatic, one of my one of my tells if I'm on the right track is my eyes well up with tears just spontaneously. And I've come to embrace it, but you know, there's been some awkward moments <laughs> for sure. Of, oh, okay. This doesn't seemingly make sense on paper, but I know I'm supposed to follow this. So mm. absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to ask you a question. Um, working on how to formulate it, but what I see often in myself and in others is that there are certain ways that my, my body or my, my soul might speak to me. And I think it's so important to just like identify those things, especially when people are 
just stepping onto the path or, you know, even when like you're facing a big decision, it might be really hard to decipher what's ego and what's like that somatic response or that intuitive nudge or that ping that you might get. So I'm wondering if you could kind of dive into that. Like what, what kind of telltale ways have you seen people identify those nudges, whether it be for yourself or your clients? Um, and maybe even some ways that you might know the contrast and be like, okay, well, that one was my ego trying to trick me, but this mm-hmm. one, <laughs> <laughs> an intuitive nudge and I got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm a really physical person. Um, so a lot of mine is just really giving myself permission to let my body speak. Um, in my own work, I operate around um, the understanding that we have four bodies, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual, and each one has its own energy, its own voice. And we tend to them, build relationship with them in order to serve and be served. And um, my feeling on those nudges is it's from a space of no thought if I'm chewing on something and agonizing on something, then I don't, it's not coming from that space because that, that nudge doesn't need the time in between, Mm. right? The nudge is instant or it's a feeling. Um, Again, it's in the space of no thought. So often it's very instantaneous or it um, amplifies a feeling that is giving you a piece of what's to be expected rather than, you know, vacillating for days on should I, shouldn't I, that type of thing. Mm, Yeah, I love that. Not chewing on something for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. there's just a directness I find. Um, and then I think sometimes it's, it's the honing of trust within that, that, that can, that's enough, you know, because sometimes I, I feel like many of us are not conditioned for that to be the operating system, right? We're, we're told that our brains are the guidepost for our lives when my my understanding is of the world is our hearts are the space of our true intelligence and our brains are here more to help sort out the details. So, so when I find my brain is trying to analyze and, and make sense of something, I, I, I have to pause and, and give space for that, um, that heart nudge or that soul nudge. Mm. Yeah. I think this is just such a great conversation to have with you, especially, you know, coming back to how we've been connected and how you went through Soulline Business Academy. And, um, you know, just for those of you listening, like Elena is one of those people who I've had the pleasure of working with and been able to guide her with fine tuning things, but she is 
like a master of listening and being like, I don't know why my guides are saying to do this, but I'm going to do it. And I remember when you joined the program, you decided that you would, you got the exact date from your guides. You opened up your channel, you got the date from your guides and you're like, okay, so my program emergence is happening and it's <laughs> going to happen on this date. And, and then again, you know, everything happened with the world where it was like, if your brain stepped in too much or your ego stepped in, it probably would have said, like, no, Elena, don't launch that program. You were supposed to do it outside and connect people in person. And now you have to do it online because of lockdown and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and like, what were some of the, what were some of the experiences that you had and how would you, you know, encourage somebody else who's going through this? Maybe they're, maybe this person who's listening, you know, cause I know they're out there. I know they're listening. <laughs> Maybe the person who's listening is like, ooh, I should get help with my business or, ooh, I should launch my program or, ooh, I should, I should make this investment that I actually don't know how I'm going to pay because plus I've been there. I'm like, okay, here's like 12 grand that I don't have right now and I'm actually going to invest it, but okay. <laughs> and, and it's always guided by that soul self. Um, and that's when it turns out great. When we try to like think about things, I'm sure you agree with me on this, but when we try to figure it out and think about it, we mess ourselves up. Yeah. So what would you say to that, that person who's listening and what part of your story would you like to share with them? So, um, for me, it's, it's a blend of a few things. I, I had to get very grounded um, because I feel, you know, there's so many personality types on this planet, but, um, you know, this lends itself to you and your, your Ayurvedic um, philosophy, but they're energetically, they're different types of people. Some tend to be more grounded, some tend to be, you know, more in the ethers, more intuitive, and everyone has the ability to connect to all of these things. We're just born with tendencies of being more strongly connected in certain ways. Uh, for me, it was always very easy for me to journey, for me to meditate, for me to get all of those visual um, signs of communication and intuitive nudges, but then I was not grounded. And so I didn't have a foundation in order to bring that into my physical experience. So I had to really focus on what, what is an appropriate amount of structure for me in order to receive the guidance that I'm tapping into. So so I always feel like starting with strengthening your foundation. Um, and then from there, just giving yourself permission to get quiet. I feel that our society has this, um, an aspect that is, is crying out for healing is busyness equates to productivity, busyness equates to worth. Um, but that's not the space in which you can hear, you know, that's not the space in which your heart has 
the space to speak. And so really carving out time, quiet time, however that looks to you, if it's, you know, in your special spot in your house where you meditate, or if it's just taking a deep breath outside, being barefoot, sitting next to your favorite tree, however you, maybe it's a run, you know, some people need that physical action to help them clear space and and to to listen but giving yourself permission to explore the space in which you can receive your clarity and your clarity can look different from mine right you know i sit down at my altar and i can connect and i can directly get guidance you know, I have friends and clients who their messages come through music. They'll hear a song lyric and, and know that that's an affirmation of their next step. So it's really giving yourself permission to learn your language and then spend time developing that relationship with your language. It's just like anything, the more we nurture aspects, the more they Blossom. Mm. I feel like just listening to that was delicious. Even <laughs> <laughs> just feeling myself outside next to a tree. And we all have different ways. And, um, you know, that's, I'm hearing those parts of Ayurveda and you've always brought elements into your work and Ayurveda does the same. It works with the elements and we do need that beautiful balance of all five of those elements, not too much air, just enough, not too much fire, just enough. It's kind of like, uh, <laughs> don't burn yourself out. <laughs> don't, don't float off the planet. We have to stay here. <laughs> Yeah, and it can be it can be pretty tricky, you know, especially when you have you've got your own unique genetic blueprint, right? So there are certain people who are naturally more grounded, which means they're also naturally more stuck. Yeah. <laughs> they're <laughs> naturally more fiery, and so they're naturally going to try to figure everything out and be in their logic. So um, just you know, for those of you listening. <laughs> Elena just worded it so beautifully, but really listen to what, what the call is and trust it, right? Like this is the other, I think this is honestly the hardest part, you know, sitting down by the tree and slowing yourself down and, you know, it might be hard at first to carve out the time to do that every day. Um, creating your altar, it might be, might be a little tricky, like, okay, what do I put here? But you can do that easily, and it actually is like really, really fun for me and and so many other people. Oftentimes, it's that fear of the unknown and trusting, trusting that call. Yeah, and and befriending the ego, I feel is important because um, there's so much in the spiritual community. Sometimes you hear like you have to kill the ego or, you know, and kind of these violent <laughs> references to the ego. And actually the ego is just, it's a tool. It's here to keep us safe. And 
And so the ego is just trying to keep us safe from the space at which we've operated thus far. So when we step into the unknown, our ego is like, wait, 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 we haven't done this before. So that actually might not be safe. And instead of um, shaming ourselves and shaming those egoic thought patterns that come up that are really just trying to protect us from the fear that is generated from the unknown. When we're in that space of breath and quiet, we can also remember that we don't have to own those thoughts. Those thoughts are coming from a place of having not experienced the next expansion yet. And when we allow ourselves to reframe that, I feel like it takes away kind of that internal struggle of feeling like all of our thoughts and all of our fear patterns that are stoked up when we want to take a, take a leap. We don't have to accept that as truth. We can shift to just saying, it's okay, this, you know, this is scary, it's new, but we can, we're, we're growing. And, you know, I had to do that when I, when I signed up for your course, because on a personal level, one of my, one of my healings that I've um, been loving on for a while revolved around money, things that I picked up, you know, through my upbringing and and I just had a lot of things to clear and heal around that and so um, Saba was a leap for me in that regard and but I felt so connected on our on our call and I did it and that was the first time that I had um, made a commitment to that degree and four days later I got a job that paid for the first uh, three months. <laughs> and um, those, those bits are, those steps are affirmations. I think our ego, our fear self wants to know the whole picture. Okay, if I make this leap, I want to know that everything's going to turn out exactly as I'm envisioning. And that's not how our evolution works. It's, it's step by step. And expanding into trust with each each experience, and um, I'm so grateful I did because your your beautiful ability to space hold was so nurturing and, and exactly what I needed, um, which is why my guides had you show up in a meditation. <laughs> they were making it very clear. <laughs> Work with this person, so I love your guides. I'm so grateful. <laughs> <laughs> really though it's um before each round of Soulline business academy i sit and i i really feel into who's meant to be in the space and i just remember like feeling your energy and just being like i know like i i have no doubt whenever i invite somebody into the space i'm like i have no doubt that this person will be able to <laughs> pardon me, but wipe their butt with the money that they're investing in this program. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> Gotta keep it real. 
<laughs> you know, like it is an investment. Like it, it is when you look at it and it should, it should make you a bit uncomfortable, but that discomfort mm-hmm. is asking you to stretch, right? Right. You were asked to stretch into a place of like, okay, I'm going to have these payments and they feel a bit uncomfortable, but, I'm, but you were making those payments because you knew that you could expand your business in a way where you could wipe your butt with them. Right. <laughs> and, and what I, what so, I understand now is when you're doing that in the now, when you're, when we're making those decisions, you're, you're anchoring in the energy of the version of yourself that has expanded into that place. So it's basically working with timelines, you know, you're, you're tapping into the energetic version of yourself that has already expanded and, and their business is thriving and they're, you know, they're serving their community. And so in a lot of ways, I see a real um, similarity with what you and I do. We're just, our channels are different, but we're both holding space or the version of our clients that they might not see yet, but we do. And it's why the, the space is so sacred and so powerful. I think, yeah. you know, a lot of the times people just need to, to open up to their own potential, to know that they're capable, to know that, you know, the person that you're listening to who has the podcast or the person you're following on Instagram who hits multiple five-figure months, that they really aren't that much different from you. Yeah. They might look like it because their timeline is a little bit different, but you can collapse your timeline at any pace, at any moment, through any decision if you make the decision that your soul is giving you the nudge to make. So it's really just that question of, will you say yes? Will you take the leap? Will you do the thing that scares you and pushes you out of that comfort zone? Yeah. And, and also I think there's such deep magic in allowing yourself to be seen. You know, whether you're speaking about your business and in your platform and, and, putting yourself out there, so to speak, or allowing yourself in, in groups, um, in communities and, and things like, and in, in things like Saba, um, allowing yourself to be seen both by people who are hearing you embrace what you're calling in and also being seen by the space holder who already sees you living that version of yourself. You're still, maybe you're still in the space where it's like, I don't know, my legs still feel a little shaky under me with this, but that space holder who is already just holding you in that vision. You know, I knew I felt you seeing me as my most successful self. And that was, that was so appreciated. Mm-hmm. And then I got to see you step into it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for stepping into it. And thank you for coming on today. Thank you for sharing your your wisdom, your energy, your experience. Um, 
for those of you who are listening, I am sure that the the energetic codes that were transmuted in this are <laughs> encouraging you to find Elena on Instagram, check out her website. Um, so please do follow the call if you feel called to connect with her more. And needless to say, if you feel called to join the community of Soul Line Business Academy, please reach out. Um, Elena, is there anything you'd like to share with everyone before we close out our episode today? Mm, um, I'm just really grateful to be here. I always just love talking with you and I appreciate our connection so much. Um, and yeah, I would, I would love to connect to anyone who feels um, called to speak with me or work with me. Um, so yeah, I, I just look forward to having conversations. I'm always uh, offering one-on-one -on -one sessions as well as different courses and workshops. And so um, if anything compels you, if you'd like to connect deeper on any of those levels, then I, I certainly would love to have those conversations. Well, thank you so much. Um, well, this is such a good episode. <laughs> I'm so happy that we did this. And um, all of Elena's information will be in the show notes. So if you're listening in the car, then save this for later. If you are able to get on your phone now or, you know, you're on your your laptop, then go ahead and check out the show notes, click around, um, leave us a, a review or a like or subscribe. And we, we really appreciate you tuning in today. And um, Elena, as always, it's it's always a pleasure to, you know, witness your journey, to see you continuing to step in to the work that you do and expand over and over. It's really, really honored. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, well, that's all we have for today's episode. Go on, enjoy your day, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs> Love. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul-purpose-driven people can find it. I believe that as soul-aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world, and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener. And until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon.